Kami, play We're All Yankovics. Playing We're All Yankovics theme song. Tuesday morning, 8.15, I was riding to work on the Jackson Park Express. Welcome back to We're All Yankovics. woo Hey, there you are, Charlie. You sound so far away. I know, I know. We're uh, we're 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 not together for the first time ever recording a podcast. So this is. I miss you. I miss you too, man. Um, well, but you know, we got a we got a third. You know, more the merrier. Uh, <laughs> joining us today is David from the Weird Alphabet podcast hey hello hello i finally checked my email <laughs> thank you we appreciate that <laughs> uh we i i feel bad because the same thing has happened with i am so awful at responding to emails or messages about being on podcasts the same thing happened with dakota i finally got on there and then i lost the audio and so now we need to do it all over and of course oh, i'm terrible no. at getting my life scheduled to go do that as well i'm really bad at this whole podcasty thing you do okay hey, hey you know there are leaders and there are followers we for each podcast i get it you know <laughs> There are the people who schedule and the people who are like, okay, just tell me where I need to be and when I need to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I need Michael. Michael is, is the guy who figures all that out. <laughs> we need one of those guys. He's your Charlie. <laughs> we need one of those guys. I don't <laughs> like that guy. We, we need another guy. Uh, but but Sorry. yeah, so uh, we like we like having you guys on. We we got you by yourself, not the rest of the riffraff. So uh, so you don't have to yeah. be influenced by their outside uh, you know views. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you're here to talk to us about Jackson Park Express. I keep wanting to say Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Express. <laughs> now, now that's a song Portals. I could probably get. Yeah. I could get behind the Jacksonville Express. Honestly, that song <laughs> sounds so much better. You have Florida man. It does. Oh, oh, I, I just instantly improved the song. <laughs> I want to hear the Jacksonville Express. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want to hear Jason Mendoza singing anything. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and put him. Oh, yeah. There we go. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's the only thing I know about Jacksonville. I forgot that you guys actually live in Florida. <laughs> I've never been there. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. It's a little. There's also a Jacksonville, Georgia, or something like right across the state line. It's. I don't. I don't understand <laughs> it. It's weird. But anyways, uh, Jackson Park Express, which is in Chicago, uh, as we talked about when we did the podcast, uh, we rated this song relatively low. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we each gave it a two, which I feel was generous. <laughs> well, and and it clearly David feels the opposite. So uh, talk to us. I do. I enjoy this song quite a bit. Um, I I feel bad. So I have purposefully avoided uh listening to your podcast not out of any dislike for you guys but i just wanted to wait until we finish talking about all the songs and then be like okay now that we've gone through all this i want to hear what somebody else going through all this did and then today i was like okay well i should probably actually listen to uh how they felt about this song but they there was a problem with the episode so i haven't been able to hear your guys's uh straight reactions um which is fine. Um, 
still but, little. Uh, we're, we're rebuilding the website. We we shifted a whole bunch yeah, of stuff, so we're still in the absolutely. process of getting all that stuff. Uh, but I totally understand you, your feeling because that's what I do with your podcast. I I have only watched listened to a couple episodes because I'm like, oh, I, I I want my head clear. I don't want to like keep thinking of their jokes and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But now I feel like I'm I'm now like having to uh refute an argument that I haven't heard yet. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> we'll back up the argument. Don't worry. I just want start off with start off with with what you like personally about this song and then we'll talk about why we don't like it and then we can have a little bit of tete a tete. Well, okay, so I think uh, there are a couple of things to this. So right now, uh, if if anybody who if there's anybody who listens to both of our shows uh, knows that I have been keeping a list of ranking every single song in order um, as we talk about it, I th- put it in the rankings. And as it stands, of course, is always subject to change as more songs get added. Right now, Jackson Park Express is at number 42 out of 190. So it's in, like, the top quarter. Um, okay. And uh, I, which I feel pretty good about. Although, honestly, I sometimes I feel like I would put that song a little higher. I really love the... Um, the long meandering song, songs like this and Albuquerque and Genius in France and Trapped in the Drive-Thru. I really love those songs. And this was a song that I didn't really give much thought to. Mandatory Fun was an album that I didn't really get into until after the fact. Um, But this is a song that really stuck with me. I love the absurdist uh, jokes. I love the, um, uh, that feeling of, um, I, I'll, I definitely have had uh, this feeling before of thinking, especially, you know, when I was in college, thinking I was making a connection with somebody who I absolutely was not making a connection with. And I've definitely had that happen at least once while on public transportation. So I feel <laughs> I feel close to the narrator and I can relate to that feeling in that sense. Of course, not to the same extreme degrees, but... There is that little bit of a feeling there where, like, you know, would have been would have been tempted to think like, hey, is this conversation something worth pursuing? And of course it's not. Why why would you ever <laughs> befriend strangers on public transit and think that they're going to be your wife someday? Um, well, they're more but, likely uh, to try to wear your face on their face, you know, but not in like a <laughs> creepy way. Yeah, yeah. So, and there that's one of the other things is I love the weird absurdist humor in this. I love um you know, one of the other songs that I I off I pitched to you guys about something I could talk about was Virus Alert, which is also that crazy weird absurd humor. I am a I'm a child of the uh of, you know, internet cartoons and Homestar Runner, which is all just the jokes are all about being weird and strange and bizarre. And that line that you just referenced of like, wear your face on my face is straight up something that a friend of mine in high school would always say just randomly. I want to get a tattoo of your face on my face. Um, and to the point where that, that line stuck with me so much that when I was in film school, I had that as a, as a line in a short film that I wrote and uh, and so then I heard it in this song, and I was like, "Hey, we we've, we're we're on the same wavelength, Al." So uh, yeah, that that's just a couple of the reasons that I love this song. That's cool. That's cool. Um, 
we we kind of I think Steve and I were sort of on the same page and we sort of were just like we didn't get into this like we have like melody like like and we we weren't a hundred percent sure why we just it didn't click with us I don't know if it it didn't become as absurdist enough I don't know if times have changed and it just felt extra creepy and not like funny yes. for some reason. Uh, we went we mm, on that pretty hard. That was like one of our big mm, things, That makes sense. And and also just like, you just don't think it was as well done as some of his other like creepy stalker songs, like Good Old Days and Melanie and like Do I Creep You Out? We felt all those were like basically the same genre, but funnier. And the music was better for me personally. I don't like the music of the song. I mean, I guess I'm not a big Cat Stevens song uh, fan and I heard you guys even love this. It didn't really sound a whole lot like much that you could find of his. It's just, it just, doesn't hit musically for me. It's just boring, and it just goes on too long. There are some funny lines, but it's just like, it. I don't know. It feels like it's been done, and it's been done better, is what my take on it was. That's interesting that you put your, it sounds like in your mind you're putting it in the uh, Twisted Love Song category, whereas in my mind I'm putting it in the uh, rambly 10-minute-long song category. <laughs> it's, in, it's in both, but it's more than... It's in both, absolutely. Well, and- yeah. And I think that's part of it too. Like it, it feels like, oh, he's trying to do, uh, trying to do biggest ball of twine again, but not get quite getting to it. Or he's trying to do Albuquerque, and for us, it just it's not clicking for some reason. Like it's yeah. there's something about it that's just a little weird. And I know that for both of us, we also were, were we were off put by it because he also is so like fond of it you know what i mean like like yeah he, he's, he's he's pushing it yeah, yeah you're gonna love this it's my favorite song like no we're not gonna love it you've done better al <laughs> <laughs> and and i think that just added a little bit more to our to our not enjoyment of it is what he's like i mean like i'm glad he enjoys it but like it's a little too much you know what i mean like he played it i think mm. like half the concerts of the vanity tour he played it did oh, he play it that. again recently like in the new concert did he play it again yeah, he played it on the um, uh, strings attached tour. Yeah, exactly. And you're just oh, that's like, right. He did. He did. That's right. Yeah. Now I yeah. remember like the strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that, it made sense at least. But after hearing it on the Vanity Tour, you're just like, no, that's, uh, it's just, it's, and it's, it's long, but it's not quite long enough to actually be funny long. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, yeah, it's weird. It took up like three songs in in the Vanity Tour. Like it could have been three other songs. Like that's just, it's too much. <laughs> that <ticked us> off. <laughs> you know it's funny i think weird al's love for this song has the opposite effect on me and i think part of that as well is like this is a song that i uh never really thought about until doing the podcast and really getting heavy into weird al fandom you know one of the uh things that i have talked about on our show is that I never had the opportunity to see Weird Al live in concert until recently. The Vanity Tour was my first Weird Al concert. And um and I think like that and the strings attached tour and I cuz he I he played J- uh, Jackson Park Express at the concert I went to for the Vanity Tour. That was I think that was really where I started to fall in love with the song. And maybe it was just that his own passion for the song comes out and the way he performs it and the way, um, you know, it all fits together. But I think that was really where I, it really, 
his love for that song really won me over even more to be like, yeah, this song is great. You're right, Weird Al, but, but <laughs> maybe I'm just a, a sycophant. Mm. No, no, I, I think that's maybe the reason that I didn't give it a one is because I saw his love for it in the concert and it made me appreciate it a little bit more because I was like dead set this was going to be a one from the beginning. Well, that's okay. Steve, wow. Wow. no, I can kind of see why he did the tour. It's kind of funny. It's got some beats. It's like a stand up routine, is what I said. It's, it's, it's very crowd friendly. There's some good laughs throughout it, but it doesn't save it for me. It, I mean, it bumps it up to a two. <laughs> Well, no. and Steve, Steve holds a grudge too. Cause, uh, we just talked about sports song and Steve doesn't like <laughs> sports song. And one of the reasons he doesn't like it is because the video came out and it wasn't my own eyes. And so he right. was like, why'd you waste the video on this? So Steve, Steve holds a, a grudge. Exactly. And I will hold that grudge. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been my own eyes. Damn it. There is one thing that My Own Eyes has that none of Weird Al's other songs have, and that is it is featured as a downloadable song on Rock Band. My Own Eyes is the only one they've chosen for some reason. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. There should be his <laughs> own version of that song. Come on. I mean, <laughs> I'd buy that. I do have to say that I feel like this song might be one of those songs that could potentially have boiled under for a little bit and then gotten hot for me if I had it had to have listened to it so much right now. You know, I think the rest of mandatory fun. Well, no, the rest of mandatory fun was so good for me that I think this song was the leftover. And I think that, yeah, I think that if I didn't have to have listened to it on the concerts and if this was a hidden gem that I found in like 10 years, I think I would enjoy it. But right. But it was just, I interacted with it almost too much too fast for it to be like, Oh, this is a cool one. It was just like, no, no, no. This is the one off mandatory fun. I don't really like. Yeah. It was felt like a weak ending to me. Like that was a good album. And that ending was like, meh, just thudded down for me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I do see what you're saying with it. Like, it's not quite f- long enough to be funny long. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, and and I have to say, I I've come around on a couple of songs like uh, like Craigslist and uh, no, no, more Genius in France. Genius in France. The first time I was like, ah, okay, but like now that it's aged a little bit, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I like this song now. I like this song. And I that agree. Might happen with this song. It, in the future, but I also think that maybe I listen to it too much right now for me to be able to come back to it with fresh eyes. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I I think another thing that um, helps the song for me is um, uh, when we when we did our episode on Jackson Park Express, we had on a guy named Aaron Kessler who did a fan music video of Jackson Park Express. Have you seen his his music video of it? Yeah, that's awesome. His his video, I, as I said in my podcast, his video, I now think of, especially that girl. Now, like that, when I see this song, that girl is what pops up in my mind. It's great. It's so. It's such a like. It's so well made, and they they did such a fantastic job with it. Yeah, agreed. The idea of the weird faces that uh he the 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 way they do it in that video like sticks into my brain. And I think adds more to it for me as well um you know i'm sure you guys know that fan music videos for anything especially with weird owl songs are extremely hit or miss um 
but um this was this was a situation where it's like oh you actually like really thought about the best way to tell this story in a clever and fun way that adds to it and just now imagining just the weird facial expressions and like trying to talk with their eyebrows that happens in that music video is gets stuck in my brain whenever i hear the song that music video is probably the best part of this song for me agree 100 (laughs) percent so much wow the best part yes yeah no it's i agree yeah yeah I think another uh, another thing that that gives this song a lot of points for me personally um, is that this is one of the few Weird Al songs. In fact, I can't think of any others off the top of my head that uses steel drums in the music. And uh, I, I always gotta love it when everybody anybody uses steel drums. I used to play steel drums in high school, so that is a uh, a big part of my identity. And I get excited whenever I hear it in a song. Oh, cool! Aren't they in Buy Me a Condo? Is it in Buy Me a Condo? I don't remember if it actually is. It should be. Well, there's a lot of like those reggae-style songs that you feel like have it in there, and then you listen, and you're like, oh, no, I don't think it does. Yeah, it, it feels right that it is, but I'm not 100%. <laughs> I feel like it's in a lot of Jimmy Buffett songs, too. Yeah, or, yeah. Or maybe I've, just, maybe I've just heard steel drum versions of Jimmy Buffett songs, if that's possible. Yeah, all over Orlando. <laughs> I'll give him a one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Steve, 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 it's time. It's time. You've got to apologize. Time for, for what? To apologize to David. I have to apologize for David? To I'm David. Sorry, Charlie, that you had to have David on. Aww. It's. Wow. Hey, he told me to apologize for you. I don't know why. Why, Charlie? To David. To David. Oh, apologize to David. To I'm David. Sorry. sorry, David. That's <laughs> okay. What are you apologizing for? I have to. Charlie contractually makes me. Apologize to every guest this season. I don't know why I, I signed that paper. I, I didn't read it. You don't have to apologize. We all have our own opinions. No, nobody's uh, nobody. You're you, you're not you're not saying that like I'm a terrible person for liking a song. Of course not. Yeah. Why would I yeah. say that? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> David says I don't have to. Okay, Go okay. There. Well, fine then. I just break break the. He show. negates my contract. I gotta have you on every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but does that mean I don't get paid? Yep, no pay. <laughs> you guys get paid for this? <laughs> no, 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 I just, I give Steve some cookies every once in a while to keep him alive. And then he eats them whenever he comes over. Yep, yep. We were out of donuts, so. Uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I do apologize that we don't see eye to eye on this, on this particular song. That's I'm... okay. That's okay. Hey, you know, there's like one other thing that also I always think about when thinking about this song. Because it really seems to me like Mandatory Fun could be Weird Al's final album in the way that albums, you know. That's possible. And if it is. I mean, he said it was. <laughs> if it is, and if he never does any sort of album, that makes Jackson Park Express the last song on the last album. And that Aww. makes it better? I, that, that just makes it no. worse for me. It doesn't like, make it better, but it makes it, it gives it like some more significance. I don't know, especially if you think about like, you know, when Weird Al was doing that album, he knew this was the last album under this contract at the very least. And I'm sure there was a part of it being like, what is the, you know, if this is how, what I go out on, what is the statement that I want to make when I go out? Yeah. No, no I, mm. I think so. But I think that that, that just makes me a little sadder. <laughs> like, like to me, yeah. it's like this. This is the one. Like, like That's if you're it. gonna do that, he then needs you another do, album. You do a 20 minute song at the end of your album for the very last song. Like, like you don't do this like 
half of a ha- a long song. Like, yeah, that's that that is something that it is, but it isn't something that it should be. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess I'm sorry for bringing it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, We're all sorry, Charlie. I I, <laughs> I do agree with you, though. I think that there's a unlikely chance that we're going to get an album from Al the same way we normally have in the past, unless mm-hmm. it's some kind of... I think more likely, if we ever get something that's like a 10 or 12 track album, it's going to be a collection of things that he's done post... Uh, post his last album. You know, the Hamilton yeah. Poker Poker will be put on. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, so I think that I th- I agree with you. I don't I don't see Al putting out a full album this decade. Well, that's a little weird now, but but you know what I mean, like like well, not decade, but but you know what I mean? like at least five, six, seven years, maybe he'll come back to it. But I definitely oh, I don't yeah. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon, and it and it probably won't even be in the way we expect it. Um, I'm just I just want another song. It's been it's been a while. Yeah. Has I want a parody? I, I no more polkas. I want to make a parody. Dang it! <laughs> I I there's still that that part of me that's like I want you to complete the trilogy, Weird Al, and do a parody about the sequel Star Wars movies. I don't know yes. what it would be, but there's got to be something in there that nobody's done it's yet. Too late! It's too late! It's not too late! It's uh, never too late. I mean, late. Yoda yeah. technically came out so long after and, Empire. Yeah. I guess. Yes. I, I I would agree it. with you, except I feel like um, I feel like the the that the fan base right now is too divided <laughs> on those films. To wait, you're for, saying that the Star Wars fan base would be really toxic about whatever is created? When yes. have Star Wars fans ever been nasty and mean to people? That doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> Inconceivable. Yeah, so uh, I think I think it makes sense and behooves Al to uh, tread lightly. Like now, if you wanted to do like the Mandalorian or something that's a little bit more yeah. up there, you know, um, that would be kind of that neat. everybody loves unconditionally. Yeah, well, I mean, I, it's either got to be something that everybody loves unconditionally, like Empire, or hates all in agreement, like uh, the Phantom. Yeah, Menace. exactly. But if you go for something in the middle, that's where you run into trouble. Yes, exactly, exactly. You know, you don't know somebody. <laughs> somebody's gonna be really mad, and then one of those times, it's gonna be one of those five o first people he invites on stage, and you just don't want to have that. You know what I mean? Like. Like, oh no! Yeah. Oh now, now I'm imagining all those stormtroopers just breaking out in a fight behind. Them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> that actually would be. That'd be great. Like, in the middle of the Yoda chant, they just start like, oh. slow down, and and Al just ignores them completely player. and just keeps singing along to the chant, and like, and everybody in the audience is like, "What is going on?" <laughs> awesome that's a finale <laughs> there you go and <laughs> thank you very much david for joining us today uh you can yeah of course plug your podcast i mean everybody knows your podcast we talk about it a lot but but talk to tell people where you they can find it well uh your best place to do that is pipedreampodcasts.com where we have the home of the weird alphabet podcast and the home of other podcasts and there's other podcasts that i'm on other than just the weird alphabet um though that are on semi-permanent hiatus there's thank you internet which me and michael did originally talking about uh 
interviewing internet content creators, early YouTube folks, lots of cool things. I'm very, very proud of that podcast. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was super cool. Oh, you would not believe the stories we've got for some for some people on there. Sorry, I love talking about this thing because nobody, it would never really got an audience, but whatever, like, I'm, I'm still super duper proud of the work we did because we had people on like the creator of Charlie the Unicorn. We had um, <laughs> the guy who did that He-Man Sings for on Blondes video. That guy is fascinating and has an amazing story about how his video was essentially stolen and the one that got the most views is not the one he uploaded but somebody else re-uploading it. Oh, but man. like his whole journey of like acceptance to be like, you know what? this is okay and like using that like for good it's it's wild he's a crazy awesome dude though uh go listen to that podcast thank you internet uh and then also a podcast i did with my wife talking about every episode of bojack horseman called goodnight hollywood um cool so those are on pipedreampodcast.com and of course the weird alphabet we are currently on pause from doing the alphabet proper because we want to do it when we can all record together in person but uh we do have i'm not sure do you know when this episode's going out uh sometime in the next couple weeks okay so right now then we are doing a thing where we are going back to cover songs of things that we asked our audience what did we miss what did we get wrong what do you need us to talk about again and uh somebody wanted us to go back and give the full al polkalypse treatment to his earlier polka songs like Angry White Boy Polka and Alternative Polka. So we are in the middle of going back to those songs and really diving in deep in the same way we did with our Alpolkalypse when we covered all the other polka medleys. Very uh, cool. So yeah, all that is at PipeDreamPodcasts.com. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, you guys can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're all Yankovics. You can call the weird line at 302-72-WEIRD. That's 302-72-WEIRD. Once again, thank you, David. Uh, Thank you for being part of the Weird Al community. Thank you for adding to that fandom. And uh, thank you for dropping by. Aw, thank you. That's so nice to say that I'm adding anything to the community. Um, thank you for, for always being good friends with us and that we can always collaborate on each other's shows. We love bringing you on and I'm so glad that I got to come on here. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you very much. Great having you. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>